Around the world, they drink this beverage in its many exotic forms. Half coffee and half hot milk. You go to the Word of God and find out who you are. Whether it's next year, 10 years, 20 years from now, you'll never be able to say that these brothers lied to you, Jack. Believe the scriptures. Thank you for tuning in to Macchiato's Music and the Scriptures. I'm your host, Martinez. This is the very first episode of 2018, and we are excited about it. We got some new things on the horizon. You know what I mean. We got some new things coming this year. You can, uh, first off, we got some new mics. Yes, we got some new, micro- some new microphones that's coming, you know. Uh, secondly, we got a website that's coming. Thirdly, we're going to start doing some interviews. That's right. We're going to get those interviews going on. And lastly, but certainly not least, we not only are going to give you the audio version of this podcast, but by the end of this year, we are going to be converting this podcast into video that's what I'm talking about. Video, you'll be able to watch it. You'll be able to listen to it. However you want to consume it, you can do that. If you want to follow me on all social media, you can follow me at mbills314. Please send your emails to mmsmedia314 at gmail.com. Now let's get into the subject that we're going to deal with today, the very first subject of 2018. What I want to talk about today is I want to talk about the ministry of angels. That's right. I want to talk about angels. We've heard about them. We've seen plenty of movies about them. We have our own speculations about them. But you know what we do. We want to dive into the word and find out what does the Bible say about angels. Now, this is a very, very lengthy subject. And uh, of course, we can't get into all of it in one take. But we want to get out as much as we can today. As far as what the scripture says now, when I think of Angel, especially from a movie, one of my favorite movies to watch is uh, I don't know if you ever seen The Preacher's Wife with Denzel and Whitney Houston. And um, I forgot the other brother's name, but The Preacher's Wife with Denzel Washington was playing as an angel in the movie. He didn't have wings. He was just a black dude with a coat. But only one person can see him. You know, we've seen a lot of movies like that where you know, I'm your angel or all these different things. So we just gonna we're gonna deal with it and is that I mean is that true? Are, are the movies as Hollywood and getting their um, take of angels from the Bible? I mean, let's let's read them and, and find out about it because we wanna know about angels. Do we have a guardian angel? Are angels here to protect us? I don't know about you, I wanna know. So let's go to uh Hebrews chapter 1 first. Hebrews chapter 1. I'll be reading out of the New Living Translation. If you're reading out of another or different translation, it's all good. We'll still end up in the same place. Uh, Hebrews chapter 1. Let's start at verse 14. It says, Therefore angels are only servants, spirits sent to care for people 
who will inherit salvation. I believe the King James Version says, Are they not all ministering spirits sent forth to minister for them who shall be heirs of salvation? So this scripture is telling me that angels are servants. They have been sent to serve the believer. Who is the believer? The believer is the one who has made Jesus Christ the Lord over their life. Okay, that's salvation. Salvation is in Jesus. You know, the word of God says in the book of Acts that there is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved. So we know that we are only saved through Jesus Christ. So he says that they're ministering spirits. So angels have a ministry. It's like we have a ministry. It's like Macchiato's music in the scriptures. This podcast is a ministry. You have different types of ministries. The angels have their own ministry and their ministry is to serve us they're serving God because they have to obey him and his command but they're here he said he sent them forth to help us they are our unseen partners our unseen agents let's look at Psalms 103 let's keep going Psalms 103 Psalms 103 verse 19 it says the Lord hath prepared his throne in the heavens and his kingdom ruleth over all. Bless the Lord, ye his angels, that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening unto the voice of his word. Hearkening or listening to the voice of his word. The Bible says that the angels excel in strength. So angels are extremely strong. They do the command of the Lord and they hearken to the voice of his word. That sticks out to me. They listen or hearken unto the voice of his word. Didn't it say that it didn't it did not say. Notice what it did not say. It did not say they hearken unto his word. It said they hearken unto the voice of his word. That can be twofold. Meaning the Lord Himself can speak to the angels directly. And they will hearken to his voice. But also God gave us his word, which is what we're reading right now. And when we give the word voice, you give a voice by putting this word in your mouth and speaking it. They hearken unto that. So if I pray, angels, I loose you in the name of Jesus being camped around about me. Protect me from all hurt, harm or danger. They hearken unto that. Okay, check this out. Go to Psalms 34. Look at verse 7. It says, The angel of the Lord encamped around about them that fear him and deliver them. The Bible just tells us right here. We just read it in Psalms 34, verse 7. It says, The angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him. Fear who? The angel? Uh-uh. Don't fear angels. That fear him. That fear the Lord. And the angels of the Lord encamped around about them that fear him and delivers them. Remember the very first scripture we read. I don't want you to forget that. Hebrews 1.14. They have been sent forth as ministering spirits to minister to those who are heirs of salvation. They are here to serve us. They're here to protect and to serve. Now let me tell you what we don't do though. Since we're reading about the angels, the angels' strength and how they protect and deliver, let me tell you what we don't do. Because I don't want people, some people can go extreme with it 
and we're not going to go extreme with it because then we'll start getting into false doctrine. Look at 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. It says, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. I'll read that again. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, that is the man Christ Jesus. What is that saying? You don't pray to angels at all. You don't ask angels to answer prayer. Angels aren't in the prayer answering business. You don't you don't hold no conversation with no angels. You don't that's not their job. There's one mediator between God and man. That's the man Christ Jesus. We just read that. So we pray to the Lord in the name of Jesus. Jesus' name, he's given us delegated authority to use his name in prayer. He says, whatsoever you do in my name, that I will do. Whatsoever you ask in my name, that I will do. Okay, so now what can happen is after we pray, the Lord can send, the angels can now go forth on our behalf because you know that we have demonic forces that are trying to come up against us. Now, with our prayers and with things that we present before God, you know that demonic spirits try to hinder those things. So in the spirit, there's kind of a war in the sense of we can see it. So we're praying for healing, if we're praying for finances, if we're praying for just different things, the enemy tries to hinder us in that area. So the angels will war on our behalf. Okay. Look what the angel did for Moses. Let's go to uh, Exodus chapter 23. Exodus 23, verse 20. It says, Behold, I sent an angel before thee to keep thee in the way and to bring thee into the place which I have prepared. Verse 21, it says, Beware of him and obey his voice. Now, this is God giving a command to Moses, okay? He says, Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. So this is the Old Testament. So I also want you to keep in mind that when you're reading scriptures, regardless of what you're studying, keep in mind where you, what part, what part of the word you're reading it from. Because remember, you have an old covenant and you have a new covenant. We're currently right now living under the new covenant. Okay. So it says, beware of him, obey his voice, provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions. Angels can't forgive sins, for my name is in him. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thy enemies and an adversary unto thine adversary. Powerful. So God used an angel for Moses to, it says, to uh, bring him into the place that he showed him. Wow. Now, now they were reading about angels and their strength and their power and how, you know, how mighty they are as far as the ability that God has given them. God is not required, nor does the Bible promise us that we will see angels. What do you mean? Meaning that as we get it, as we get more into studying about angels, you're going to get pumped up. It's going to pump you up. It's going to make you excited. It's going to make you more confident in the Lord's ability to protect you and understand that you got an entourage with you everywhere you go. I don't want you to now be like, okay, Lord, I want to, I want to see an angel. 
Don't ever request anything like that. Because if you request anything supernatural like that because you want to see it with your natural eyes, Satan will make sure that he gives you a substitute. You got to understand, Satan deals with this three-dimensional physical realm. He deals with natural stuff. That's why the Bible talks about by faith. All these things we got to receive by faith. We shouldn't, we don't, we can't be hung up on, I need to feel it, taste it, touch it, and smell it because Satan works in that. He can use that. So we can't say, Lord, send three red trucks by so I'll know it's you. Satan will send three red. This is his, remember the Bible says that he's the God of this world, this world system. We got to go into another realm, which is the supernatural, which is in God. You understand? So we got to go above him. We have to go into the spirit, not the natural. If you see an angel in the, nat in the natural, that's just because God permitted it for that individual or for you if you happen to see one. It doesn't mean that you can call on it at any point in time. You understand? If God wants you, want you to see an angel, he'll let you see one. If he wants me to see one, he'll let me see one. But that's not a promise is all I'm saying. Let's look at, let's look at an example of what I'm talking about or what I just talked about. Look at 2 Kings chapter 6. 2 Kings chapter 6. Look at 2 Kings chapter 6. We're going to just jump in the middle of the story and we'll talk about it in a minute. Look at verse 15. It says, when the servant of the man of God got up early the next morning and went outside, there were troops, horses, and chariots everywhere. Oh, sir, what will we do now? The young man cried to Elisha. Elisha was a prophet. Verse 16. Don't be afraid, Elijah told him, for there are more on our side than on theirs. So Elijah's servant got up that morning. He saw that there were troops, horses, and chariots sitting there waiting to take them out. To come and kill them. They were coming to kill them. He told Elijah, Elijah said, man, don't even trip off that. There's more to be with us than be with them. How is there more? I can, I can just uh, can imagine the servants saying, okay, troops, horses, chariots, one, two. You know, it didn't make sense because in, in the natural, all he saw was how many Elijah compared to all these hundreds of people that's coming to take them away. Look at verse 17. Look what Elijah said. It says, then Elijah prayed, O Lord, open his eyes and let him see. The Lord opened the young man's eyes, and when he looked up, he saw that the hillside around Elijah was filled with horses and chariots of fire. As the Armenian army advanced toward him, Elisha prayed, O Lord, please make them blind. So the Lord struck them with blindness as Elisha had asked. Then Elisha went out and told them, you have come, you have come the wrong way. This isn't the right city. Follow me and I will take you to the man you are looking for. And he led them to the city of Samaria. So supernaturally, there were angels everywhere ready to defend Elisha. So you had, so Elijah basically had an invisible army that no one could see. He couldn't see them. Not listen, Elisha couldn't see them. He just knew they were there. It didn't say he saw them. 
He just said there's more to be with us to be with them. And never said that he saw them. It said that he prayed that the Lord will open up his servant's eyes and let, just let him see. I don't need to see because I know they're there. You understand? We don't need to see the angels, but we know they're there because the Bible says they're there. We read the scripture, the angel or the Lord are encamped around about them that fear him, that reverence him, that respect him. We read in Hebrews 1, they've been sent forth as many angels are here. They're, they're servants, they're ministering. We read in Psalms 103 that angels hearken or listen to the voice. They're waiting on the command. The command comes from the word, the word of God. It comes from us giving voice to the word. When you go somewhere, if you go into your territory, as you travel, maybe you know, across the country or you whatever you do, it don't matter. Every day before you go to work, whatever you do, loose your angels. What do you mean loose? Go to Matthew chapter 18. Now, that's something I pray every single day. Since I found out about angels over some years ago, every day. Because I, I just say I'm going to lose them because I just, I just don't want to just assume I want to lose them. I'm going to know that they're there. All right, Matthew 18, 18. It says, I tell you the truth. Whatever you forbid on earth will be forbidden in heaven. Whatever you permit, uh, King James Version says loose. Whatever you permit on earth will be permitted. So I, I be permitting the angels. <laughs> to use my best English. Yo, I, yo, I permit you protect me and my family as we're traveling here and as we're traveling there as i'm going to this unfamiliar territory watch over me protect me in jesus name see they gotta do it it's not a it's not a matter of what if they don't they got to angels hearken unto the voice of the word another thing i want to bring to your attention i call i call these hollywood ideas meaning that these are all things we assume about angels because it's what we saw in movies but we never thought about you know wondering what the bible said about it when people die they don't become angels so my grandmother my grandparents who transition on they're now they're not now my angels well people think that i think we think that because of maybe movies we watch or maybe that may bring us a sense of comfort or something but yo i'm just and it's not to be insensitive or anything i'm just keeping in a thousand with you your loved one is not your angels at all. Angels are angels and people are people. The blackness.
This concludes side A. Please flip to side B. When you transition, you go to be with the Lord. Your assignment is not now. You got your wings. Now go ahead and fly and just know. Nope, 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 nope. That's not it. Bible doesn't teach that. So people, when people uh, pass away, they don't become angels. All right. Now how many angels are there? We got one, two, three. How many? Let's see. Hebrews chapter 12. I believe it's going to give us... I believe it's going to let us know how many there are. Hebrews 12. Hebrews 12, verse 22, it says, No, you have come to Mount Zion, this, to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to countless thousands of angels in a joyful gathering. The King James Version says innumerable. Innumerable means incapable of being counted. There's that many incapable of being counted that is exactly how many angels there are that's amazing so we are not short of help our faith and confidence is in God our faith and confidence now that we're learning this should not be in angels our faith is in God trusting in his ability to protect us however he sees fit our faith and trust is in God and his ability to protect us okay remember the angels move on his command Angels hearken to the voice of the word. They, hearken, they, they obey his command and they hearken and listen to the word as we give the word voice. So once you give the word voice, like I said, giving the word voice is, hey, in the name of Jesus, I loose my angels. You know, and you speaking according to the word of God. You, you're praying, wanting some things to happen. Angels in the spirit are trying to gather those things. We can't see in the spirit, so we don't know how many roadblocks are there we can't see next tuesday we can't see 2019 and 2020 so our faith has to be in god and his ability to protect us and he uses angels to do it angels are servants so i won't even just limit it to only protection but protection is a part because we read that they are delivered so deliver or bring you out of things but it says that they're servants. They're here to serve. Nothing in return. You can't give a big enough offering for an angel to move on your behalf. They're here to serve. Another thing about an angel is you got to remember that Satan at one point in time was an angel. And when Satan was in heaven, according to the word, and we're going to read it, the Bible said he deceived one third of the angels. And then we know the story. They were kicked out. They fell. They falling angels falling and they fell from heaven okay look at uh revelation 12 3 through 9 it says john saw this great wonder in heaven an enormous red dragon his tail swept a third of the stars out of the sky and flung them to the earth the great dragon was hurled down that ancient serpent called the devil or satan who leads the whole world astray he was hurled to the earth and his angels with him so that tells us that Satan and one third of the angels were kicked out of heaven. So that lets me know, lets us know, Satan has angels and demons. Demons are not fallen angels. Now we'll have to deal with demons another time. We definitely gonna dig into that. Um, because demons aren't angels. We can kind of get an idea. It's, it's kind of deep though. You know, we're gonna, we gonna go there. One podcast kind of deep. 
but we kind of can get an idea where demons came from. We'll have to deal with that another time. But I can tell you for sure that demons aren't angels. And I'm going to show you. Just use this scripture. Turn to Galatians chapter 1. Galatians chapter 1. Isn't this good? Man, it's good. There's so much in the Word. So much we don't know. So much we need to know. Galatians 1, look at verse 8. It says, Let God's curse fall on anyone, including us, or even an angel from heaven, who preaches a different kind of good news than the one we preach to you. I say again, what we have said before, if anyone preaches any other good news or gospel than the one you welcome, let that person be cursed. Now, we know God is not sending down curses. What he's saying is, is let him be accursed, meaning let that man be marked. So my question when I read that scripture was, if if you go with the idea that Satan only has demons, that, that angels are fallen that demons are fallen angels, then why would the Apostle Paul say that if us or an angel from heaven preaches any other gospel? Why would an angel from heaven preach anything other than the gospel? Well, first of all, angels aren't preaching the gospel. What he's saying is, though, is that no, if an angel comes to you, let's say God allows you to see an angel. If an angel comes in your room, right? And the angel tells you something that is not biblical. It says, let that angel be accursed. Because remember, angels are hearken to the voice. They hearken to the Lord's command. So that lets me know that the, that the one third of the angels he deceived would try to deceive us. That's why the Bible, man, this, this is so much. Let's go to another scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 11. Look at 14. No, let's start at, uh, start at verse 13. It says, These people are false apostles. They are deceitful workers who disguise themselves as apostles of Christ. But I am not surprised. Even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. So it is no wonder that his servants also disguise themselves as servants of righteousness. In the end, they will get the punishment their wicked deeds deserve. Wow. Angel, I mean, Satan is deceptive. So he's saying that even if an angel comes to you from heaven, because they were once in heaven, preaching any other gospel other than what we preach to you, let that angel be accursed. That's a, that's some strong talk. So he's letting us know, like, yo, you, you have to know, we have to know God's word. You can't get caught up into the supernatural being. That's why, that's why I was saying that don't ask or request to see an angel. Oh, I want to see an angel. Because Satan has angels. He can give you a substitute. And you be thinking it's God. That's how a lot of false religions start. A lot of false religions and the leaders, they, they have said that, hey, an angel came to them in their room or when they were nine and told them about these lost books or told them about this and that. Yeah, Satan, Satan, <laughs> he's a deceiver. His only job is to steal, kill, and to destroy. He wants to destroy your faith. He wants to destroy our confidence in God. He don't like us. So however he can deceive us in any way, 
he's willing to do. So we have to make sure that we know the word of God. Even if you don't know everything in the world, because I don't, of course, nobody's going to know everything. But let's say you may not know about angels or whatever have you. Pay attention to your spirit. The Holy Ghost lives on, lives and abides on the inside of us. That's He is our safeguard. He's going to let us know when we're safe or when we're out. If you're out the will of God, He's going to let you know. If you're in the will of God, He's going to let you know. He's going to let you know you don't need to go to that store. You don't need to go down that street. You don't need to do this. We got to pay attention and make sure you pay attention to your peace. You may not always get no voice or or anything like that, but pay attention to how you feel on the inside. If something don't feel right, don't ignore that. Don't ignore it. There's so much, man, I want to speak on as it pertains to angels. Angels are just, it's so much. It's The word is rich with information on them. I can give you stories after stories after stories of stories that I've heard of people who witness angels. I've known people who, who have seen angels. I've known people who've seen um, angels while somebody was preaching. A man tells a story of, of him going to a, um, a service and this preacher was preaching and he said he began to see this angel but it blew him away that he like he just couldn't take it and um, at the end of service he went up to the preacher and told him he says you know you got a huge man that follows you everywhere you go and he says I, I hate to say it like this but he, he kind of re- he said you know that uh, commercial Mr. Clean he said he kind of looked like Mr. Clean <laughs> he kind of like, looked like Mr. Clean he was big and strong angels are strong I, I read in the scriptures angels are I don't see none less than 8 feet I mean 8 feet strong men all of them don't have wings this angel didn't have wings that man said he saw I mean, I I can give you story after story. But what I want us to do is understand that you're never alone. When you're walking somewhere and it may just be you in the natural, you have angels protecting you. Don't forget that. They're sent here to be, to serve us. Did you notice that in the Bible, it says in the book of Ephesians, it says that we are, meaning me and you, the believers, his children, we are seated together with him in heavenly places. Angels can't sit in the presence of God. Angels got to stand. Angels are servants. Now, God created angels and he created us, his creation, his children. But I'm just letting you know how God views you. You're special. We're, special. We're his children. And he wants to protect us. Now, we can get into all types of talk about, well, if angels are here to protect, how come uh, they didn't protect, you know, this? And how come they let this person, that, and all? We Listen, we can do all that. But I'm going to keep it a thousand. I don't know. I don't have that answer, and I'm not God. You have to talk to God about it. So whatever questions you have and you want to know why something didn't get done, all I know is he can't lie. So if something doesn't work in our favor or if something goes the opposite 
in which we thought shouldn't have went that way. We got to check ourselves, man. As I'm telling you, it's, ne- it's never God. I don't care what. It's never God, ever, period. Trust him. I trust him. We have to trust him. And we have to be aware of what we're doing that may be causing a negative, that may be having a negative effect on our thinking, having a negative effect on our spirit, having a negative effect on our body. Now, God is not going to babysit. Most of us aren't babies anymore. And I'm not even talking on naturally. I mean, that's obvious. I'm talking about in the spirit. Spiritually, a lot of us, I mean, I can speak for myself. I'm not a baby anymore, so he's not going to babysit me like he did. You know, not babysit, but you know what I'm saying? He's not going to treat me like a infant in the spirit or a toddler in the spirit. I'm still his child, but I'm a child that knows better. You are a child, and you know you. You know if you know better or not. He knows what we know, so we can't even play him. So don't, don't even don't even play yourself like that. But I want you to understand that we have angels protecting. I mean, I can't get over this. Innumerable amount of angels and capable to count everywhere you go. If you understood that, you'll walk a little more, you'll walk a lot more bolder. You won't fear a thing. Now you would not mean you treat people ugly, and you know better than that. That means you continue, we continue to walk in love, continue to do what we do. Ain't no fear. No fear. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with your family and friends. Follow me on all social media at mbills314. Send your emails to mmsmedia. 314 at gmail.com. Subscribe to these podcasts on iTunes, YouTube. Yo, share this. Listen, we gaining some momentum. I appreciate all the new listeners and everyone that's coming in. I've been at this podcast, I've been doing these podcasts for what, like two years? And um, it's been a blessing to me. And um, from what I've heard, it's been a blessing to others. And we're, we're going to continue to do it as the Lord permits. So I just want you all to continue to pray. For me, continue to pray for the podcast, and um, and uh, yeah, remember the Book of Romans, chapter three, verse four. Let apart, let God be true, and every man be a liar. Until next time, I'm out.